Welcome to Grasping the Word 2024. This is the verse for February 25th. Jude, verse 3. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. Jude and Peter wrote their epistles in the close proximity of time in the late 60 ADs. Some have said as late as 68 AD when Jude would have been written. This was just prior to the fall of Jerusalem in 70 AD. Both Peter and Jude were addressing the same issues of concern that they had for the saints in the face of false prophets and their false doctrines that were bombarding the church, which had followed the apostles' doctrine since Acts chapter 2 and verse 42. Both Peter and Jude were concerned that if they remained silent and did not address the threat that was at hand, that the believers would fail to continue in the faith. Jude encouraged the saints of God to earnestly contend for the faith in verse 3 and then in verses 20 and 21 to build up themselves on their most holy faith and keep themselves in the love of God. In verse 24, he praises the God who is able to keep them from falling and to present them faultless before the presence of his glory. According to verse three, he claimed that he wrote them out of necessity. He was fearful that they would fall prey to the false prophets of their day. He gave a concise statement about the faith of which we would do well to remember in this day of the 21st century when nearly 20% of this century is already passed and we are facing the end time in which Jesus said there would be many false prophets. I read to you uh, from the summary at the end of the booklet, Adorning the Doctrine by J.R. Enzi. The early church was certainly not entirely free of doctrinal error and false prophets, nor has the 20th century Pentecostal movement been exempt from these problems. But we should not succumb to what is perceived as the inevitable. We must work at holding firmly to the trustworthy message as it has been taught so that we can encourage others by sound doctrine and refute those who oppose it. Titus 1 verse 9 in the NIV. If we do not, we will surrender ourselves to division and dismemberment. Our people will crave the odd, the sensational, the superficial less if we feed them more of the pure word of God. The best defense is a good offense. Preach the word. Boredom will be displaced by renewed and exciting spirituality centered on Christ. The modern church must not minimize the potential power of false doctrine to divide and destroy. 
the many warnings against it by Jesus and the apostles must be heeded. The alternative would promote failure for our mission, which is to give to the world the whole counsel of God. While false doctrine will be knocking on our door until Jesus comes, there are some ways to keep it from breaking the door down and invading the whole house. We can stay on the positive side as much as possible and proclaim the word of God as absolute truth. We can protect our pulpits from those who have not proven themselves worthy or who are known to be promoting some untried theory. We can confront those who are intentionally or unintentionally sowing false doctrine among us. It is our Christian duty to do so. It is our fervent prayer that God's guiding hand will be open to today's church so that we may fulfill his will and our mission, the whole gospel to the whole world. There are four points that I want to make before we conclude today from Jude verse 3. In that concise statement, Jude spoke of the faith and included in that faith is the one gospel and the apostles' doctrine. It in, uh, Paul said in Ephesians 4, 5, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Paul was able to say, I have kept the faith in his last letter to Timothy. And the apostle Peter said that we are to resist steadfast in the faith, our adversary, the devil. So by Jude's writing, the faith should be contended for. And by Paul's, it is to be kept. And Peter said, it's used to resist the devil. The second point I make from Jude 3 is the faith is already established. It is complete. It has already been given in its fullness. It was once delivered to the saints. There will not be more to the faith. Neither will there ever be less of the faith. The whole gospel was already presented in the New Testament. Number three, the faith is something to be contended for. Philippians chapter one, verse 27, stand fast in one spirit with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. T.F. Tenney said this, remember anything that is unpreached will soon be unpracticed. I would say a big part of contending for the faith is to preach the faith and practice the faith. And fourthly, the faith can be turned away from. The result would be the loss of the hope of salvation. So 1 Corinthians 16, warns us, watch ye, stand fast in the faith, quit ye like men, be strong. 